Well, obviously, most of the stuff, almost all of the stuff we talk about in this podcast with the Cool Dad Rules, and thank you for being here, is parenting information, real-life situations, life solutions. Well, listen, nobody needs to tell you. You can't do a whole lot of parenting or do it well if you're worried constantly about your housing situation or if you can't even get into a home because we have a real, honest-to-goodness housing crisis in America. And it's a market-by-market thing. Some are worse than others, obviously. But it is a huge concern that affects everybody. It used to be kind of a thing where people would say, well, you know, those housing prices, those are going back and forth. That's a bubble kind of thing. That doesn't affect me. I rent. Well, as we well know by now, and you may be going through this right now, even rental prices are through the roof. And it's a concern to almost everybody in this nation right now. We're going to get into the background of what caused that. But also, maybe more importantly, what can you do right now if you're being forced out of your home, forced out of the American dream? Some real-life information. This guy's great on it. And I dare say, one of the few people that actually kind of saw foresaw this coming the correct way. Dr. Ken Johnson is with Florida Atlantic University. He's a real estate expert. And with the FAU Business Department, he's the associate dean there. With all that said, first of all, it's a lot to go through, Ken, but what the heck caused this? And what were the what were all the, the factors going into it that led us to where we are right now? So there were three main drivers on the home pricing side, and that were incredibly low interest rate at record low or near record low long-term mortgage rates. Uh, there was a huge, there is a huge influx of population coming mm. into East Florida. And additionally, we have this significant shortage of inventory. And I don't mean an absorption rate like we hear about very often uh, in, in the news. I'm talking about the total number of units that could be owned. And we'll start with the owning side first. And so shortage of inventory, uh, over demand from people moving in, yeah. and they could at really low interest rates. That shot prices sky high. On the rent side, it's not because you're not borrowing money as a tenant to, to move into the apartment. You're simply paying rent. So on the rent side, we were seeing the same thing. Huge influx of population and a significant shortage of units that are available. And that's just this common theme that's going on in pretty much most of the country where you're seeing population come in. I, I don't think we're going to see such a tremendous crash in parts of the country where we have people moving into. That might not be the same in other parts where population right. is actually short. I almost want to reverse engineer this, Ken, and start with something that's very relevant to a lot of people listening right now because yeah. I've directly heard from them. You know, we will kind of throw it out there and what kind of topics as an adult and dealing with a family trying to make it in this country do you want to deal with? More and more, I've seen a trend over the past like nine, 10 months, and I've heard direct stories. People have emailed me directly, literally. They've been told by a landlord that their rent has gone up 40, 50, 60% in a month, and they and they basically pay up or else. If you're in that kind of situation, if you're an individual or a family that has been faced with that right now, what's the best thing to do? What's the hardcore advice you can give somebody in that situation right now? So the first thing that I would do, and, and keep in mind, please, I, I'm not a lawyer, but sure. the first thing I would I, I would read my lease. Uh, typically speaking, and it varies state to state, but there's going to be a minimum notice period in the state unless it's outlined differently in your lease. And almost every lease will have it written down as to how much notice has to be given. And so I'm hearing stories like five days, 10 mm. days, not just that short notice, you have to realize as a tenant, you're very valuable to the owner because if you move out, they've got to rehab the apartment. They're going to lose mm -hmm. some down to lost days. 
you, you're trading one tenant that you know how they're going to, going to perform for another tenant where you don't know necessarily how they're going to perform. And I would also tell landlords they should think about if you've got a renter that's performing, why, meaning paying and paying on time, yes, your rents are going up because as the landlord, you've seen higher taxes, you've seen higher insurance, there's inflation. So, but the numbers that we're hearing, that's more than what I just described. Yeah. So, not seek to keep that really good tenant and, and and cover costs and and maybe a little but but I see year over year right now across all properties from from apartments to condos to homes we're getting 32% year over year increase that's more than those items that I just described and it might be a little bit better to, to break keep a tenant at a little bit lower year over year increase and not miss out days, not have to rehab the apartment, et cetera. That's a fascinating thing. A couple of different things in there, Ken, I want to go over. First of all, you know, let me highlight that again. So from the landlord or landlord's perspective, it's almost like a, you know, you got a bird in hand here. Yeah, you know, maybe I couldn't charge my longtime renter as much, but exactly all the details you just said. I don't have to rehab the apartment. I don't have to bring in somebody new that I really don't know. So from the individual, from the listener's perspective there, you still have a lot of value. It's like, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, 90% of the law kind of deal ownership, but it's 90% of like presence. You know, you offer value because they know you. That That's your main value going into this, isn't it? That, that's, abs- that's absolutely correct. People love to talk about rent control, but I, I don't think that's the solution. But at the same time, I want to tell developers and, and, and landlords that, you know, you got to, there's a humanistic side to this and you got to consider long-term financial projections rather than short term. It's affecting rental uh, renters so directly right about now, but for housing prices as well, for people who are just locked out of getting a house. Traditionally, in normal situations, and I use that with finger quotes, you just kind of wait it out, you wait for the market to get better. Is it worth it if you can for a family to just look at different areas of the country much more than you would have before? I mean, in fact, is that the trend? Are you seeing that way more? You you know, uh, we're not seeing picking up any data that suggests that at this point in time, I'm sure there are some people that are moving from overly expensive parts of the country in terms of housing affordability Mm. to others. But what I would tell people, there's a really great website out there called called How How Money Walks, and it measures adjusted gross income and how that's your annual income reported to the IRS and how much uh, a, a state or a county has gained since roughly 1990 to their data runs through either 2019 or 20. Um, so it's going to underestimate it just a little bit. There's also always that decision any family would make. Yeah, we can borrow the money. We can get that. I just don't know what's going to happen in the future. Is it still a good investment for most families or most individuals to buy as opposed to what the, what's going on with rental prices right now? That's a really tough call, but you have to think about when you buy you know, you're you're locking in that price. You're buying and and probably at the peak of the market. And we look at the last peak, and it was roughly ten years of the last peak of the market, which was roughly 2000, late six, early 07. We went almost ten years before prices rose back to that level again. So there was roughly a decade before you started to see a return on your housing investment. However, rents then were not as high. Rents are very high now, incredibly high. 
And so that's just a really hard decision. I think what we're going to see a lot of people do is start to double up and, and take on roommates, have multi-generational living. Right. This is not one time thing. This is not a first time for this. This has happened before in U.S. history, especially after World War II. People came home, uh, came home from the war and migrated into cities and housing was so scarce. You, the Golden Girls just weren't a sitcom. This went on for years and years <laughs> had this housing scarcity before. Yeah, it, it's funny because you, you tend to think of the stories from our grandparents where I, I, I always remember hearing that. I, mean, I always, as a little kid, always wondered, why were so many people living in a house at one time? And then you realize, well, they're talking about just coming out of the Great Depression, not talking about us going into that right now. But, you know, we do seem to adjust and we do seem to overcome things in this country and then the, the, ride out the trend until it becomes something else, don't we? We, we have done it time and time again. Well, how about this, though, too, in the long term, you know, just to kind of set the stage here, this affects everybody. It just does, because I've seen this personally. I've seen it with, you know, friends of mine. It affects the hourly worker in the in the sh and this is in the short term uh, who can't afford to to live in a particular area anywhere. Is there a danger of us losing hourly workers and, you know, first responders, police, firefighters, people of those kinds of jobs? Is that a real like infrastructure danger? So if we could just call these critical workers. Yeah. Absolutely. But if we make it such that it's too expensive for our critical workforce to live to live near where they work, this will hurt our overall potential growth. So we have to find a way to build more units and quickly. There's only we can only build so fast. But every day we every day that we delay is a delay that we don't get to a solution. The information you're giving us to you know, everybody on a, on a short term basis and an individual basis of what to do during this. And the, the most hopeful thing I've heard you say, uh, Dr. Johnson, is you can survive this thing. It's going to take a little bit. I think maybe going back to, like you said, a, a family type pattern we haven't faced in a long time. But you can do it as well. Dr. Ken Johnson, Florida Atlantic University real estate expert and the FAU uh, business associate dean there. If people are looking for more information, where would you send someone listening right now for more information on getting priced out of this housing market, no matter where you live? Where do you go for information? Possibly, where can they find you? Sure. So right here at FAU, and it's sponsored by our FAU College of Business Executive Education Programs. We have a number of indices right now that's available to the public. We don't track anybody. It's there. And then we have a rental index that shows you you know, what's the premium you're being paid, you're, pay, you're paying in your particular areas, what the average rents are, where rents should be as we statistically model them, month over month change, year over year change. That is provided every, new and updated every month. We do the same thing for home prices. Uh, and additionally, we have a buy versus rent index. Uh, and you can find all of those if you'll just Google my name and those three indices will, will pop up or you can come to our executive education programs and it should be on our website. And that name is Dr. Ken Johnson, Florida Atlantic University. Thank you so much for the information. It's, it, I mean, it, it's such a complicated situation for you to break it down into terms even I can understand and what to do in the meantime. Appreciate your time so much. Thanks again, Ken. Great job. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Housing situation is tough right now, but you're not powerless. And thank you for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Find the podcast, sharing that along on all podcast platforms, also on all over the social media. Wherever you enter the Cool Dad Rules and me, you're going to find us. So with all that said, we will talk to you soon.